0: And welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host Meryl Vandemover, and in this episode, episode 171, we're going to be looking at compassion in our interconnected world. Right now, we are almost two weeks into the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and uh, it is obviously filling our news and our hearts and our thoughts. And we have no idea how much this is, how much longer this is going to carry on for. But I know that right now many of us are grappling with the idea of what to do, we'd love to help. Um, Shortly after we arrived in the U.S. from South Africa, I actually learned this quote which many of you have grown up with from Mr. Rogers who um, said that during times of disaster his mother told him, look for the helpers, you can always find people who are helping. And I think that many of us homeschoolers we want to teach our kids to be helpers, and we want to be the helpers. And so, you know, Ukraine is far away. Last week, in last week's episode, I looked at some ways of learning about both Ukraine and Russia, because remember, the people of both countries are really victims here. Obviously, more so Ukraine, um, but you know, many of the Russians didn't choose this war either. Um, so we want to not think what can we do to help and obviously there are lots of people out there listing uh, different types of charities etc that you can give to. So I want to talk a little bit about um, how we can decide what we should give to and how to get our children involved and perhaps learning um, some techie lessons as we go along. So the first thing is um, I did donate to at least one uh, charity just by somebody I follow on social media. Last week I talked about um, Ilona, the travel blogger. I have been following her for years. Actually, I'm not sure that I knew she was Ukrainian. I knew she was somewhere from Eastern Europe and so she had her own little private fundraiser. She was collecting money and sending it to people she knew who could get supplies into some of these um, cities. So um, it was a pure trust on the fact that I've been following her for years and there didn't seem to be any good reason why she'd walk off with my money. But obviously, you know, that's uh, something that you have to decide on yourself if you happen to be following somebody who is doing something like that. But if you're just wanting to know what is a good charity, I want to give some money. Um, you know, if you're at a church and your church is collecting money and sending it and ours is sending it to um, Refugee Relief and we know exactly who it's going to we actually have people on the ground. Um, that's great. But if you thinking, well, I don't really know anybody, but I want to help, go to charitynavigator.org. This is a fantastic website that will take all the sort of major charities. It's got smaller charities too that doesn't always have much information about them. And it rates them. So you can get up to four-star ratings. So for instance, I put UNICEF in and discovered it only had a three-star rating. However, there were other ones that I tried that did get four-star ratings. And it rates them on uh, various different things, which it breaks down. And so it's things like you, you can see how much money that they're getting in is actually going on their programs. Because obviously, charities have to be run by something. So they can't just give 100% of their money. But, you know, are they spending a lot of it on admin? Um, A lot of it on fundraising, because they even break down how much money is spent on raising that. So some of them I looked at, only four cents of every dollar, um, was spent on fundraising for the dollar and of every dollar that comes in 96 percent um, was not going to fundraisers so 96 percent of that was then going on other things and there's a portion of that did have to go on admin etc um, it showed how quickly their program is expanding uh, it just had lots of details even shows you um, if if they have the information what the ceo's um, salary is so that's just a great thing if you've seen names of charities online and you're kind of thinking take your kids to this please this is a podcast for homeschooling families and I'm assuming you're not just doing this as adults but you're taking your kids along showing them how to actually determine where is a good place to spend your money so show them this and take them now if you want to do something a little more personal obviously this is just going into a whole lot of um, you know it's just going to be taken in bulk and used which is needed But you may want to get more personal and you've probably seen some of these ideas out there and i actually did one of them yesterday which is why i decided not to do the podcast i was going to record for today but instead to do this one so i went to airbnb and i decided to see if i could support uh, somebody in the ukraine who obviously is not getting visitors right now because nobody is choosing to go and visit ukraine and stay in airbnbs it was really easy to do so i went onto the website and you just select, I mean, obviously, I have an account already, so I logged in, and then I selected I wanted to go to Ukraine, and I filtered it by how much I wanted to spend. So here's how you can make an entire lesson out of this for your kids. The first thing is to say, show them how to log, get in, and um, put in Ukraine. You could choose a specific city. I started off in Kiev, and um, there wasn't a lot available, which obviously means a lot of people were supporting them, because you can move your dates. So show your kids how you use the calendar to f- choose your dates. So there was nothing in the next few days. I sort of did it a week or two out, and then I decided to move further afield. And I actually chose Odessa eventually because it's, it's a, a, a city that um, everyone's really worried, could be invaded any day now. So I decided to go there. And again, I say, I use the filters. So show your kids how to use the filters to go and set how much you want to spend. I didn't filter it on anything else because it really didn't matter. But I did look at the ratings. I noticed that there are lots and lots of new new um, properties in Ukraine. I'm guessing that because they're hearing that people are donating like this, people are setting their homes up as Airbnbs, although they're not really renting them out. Now, these can be totally legit. I mean, I'm sure that Airbnb um, knows how to... Uh, check this, but I felt more comfortable um, giving it to people who I knew were already getting a livelihood off of this, people who have got a good reputation, and so I actually went to look for people who had over four star ratings. You can decide how you want to do with your kids, and you can give them a budget. You can say to them, okay, you've got this much, I want you to go and find somewhere that you would really love to stay if we could go to Ukraine. And so let them let them look and say, oh, I like this place because it's near to a beach or whatever. So it's just, again, giving them skills to actually choose something. At the same time, they're going to be actually supporting a very real person on the ground in Ukraine. So I eventually found the one that I wanted and um, I just bought one night. Now, Airbnb has actually waived all their extra fees. So you will see you're not paying for um, the normal service fees. It's just the amount, which is fantastic. I actually read that, but I already discovered it when I went in there. So your money is going to the people. And I think they've also, they're not charging the fees they normally charge on the hosts either. So they are really being supportive. Once, I, once you actually purchase, then it gets you, you get sent a link um, with the actual address of the place you stay staying. Now, you also can send a message to your host saying why you want to come. So I sent a message and obviously said, I'm not coming, I just wanted to support you um, in this little way. Within five minutes, the host had responded and said, thank you so much, you have no idea how much this means. And I then carried on a conversation. I asked, you know, are you still in Odessa? And they said, yes. They said, and the lady said that she'd sent um, her sister and I think it was her sister and two kids. She'd sent them away to safety, but she was hoping for the best and she was staying on. And um, we just chatted a little bit backwards and forwards. But I also went and I looked at the place. I actually looked at the area. Now it wasn't her actual home. She has a couple of places I think she went out, but I wanted to see because I realized this place may not still exist by the end of the war. And so I used Google Maps went into Google Street View, you click on the little orange man, I walked around the neighborhood. I just like moved all around, looked at the area, saw where this place was. I also looked, my host's name was written in Russian. Odessa is a place where the majority of people are Russian. I also went and looked at a little bit, learned more about Odessa. It's a place where a lot of Russians like to go on vacation. And so saw that her name was actually Russian and um, went on a place to hear how to pronounce it. And I won't try because it was really hard. <laughs> uh, but it was just a way and you can do all these things. So suddenly now, I, I now know somebody in Ukraine. I don't really know this person, but suddenly I have a photo, I have a name, and there is a person who I know is sitting there right now. So, you know, if, if you're a Christian and you're wanting to pray, this helps for me. It's now given me an actual person that I know to pray for, and I'm to to check in on her every two or three days. She says they are using, um, you know, bomb shelters. And I just realized how totally upended her life is. And it's just a way of me connecting and you can connect your families like that. Now, another way to if you don't have um, and I really didn't pay very much for this Airbnb. So, you know, I'll probably try and do this every couple of weeks. Another place to go to is Etsy did share this on my Instagram a little while ago, and if you go to Etsy, um, I went in, and you can choose, you can, um, I just sort of Clicked uh, first, typed in digital downloads, so that you just get digital downloads, and then I kind of um, went just for I think I eventually went for for digital sticker sheets. Then you can go and you can go to the filter there, and you can select on creators. Um, It asks you where is the shop, the shop location, and I chose my shop location to be Ukraine. Now this is another thing: tell your children to check what you've done because the first time I did it, and I found some stickers, and then I went onto it, and I went and looked at the actual um, shop, I discovered the shop was in California, No, you know, the person wasn't cheating, it was just me who made a mistake, so I went back, and I realized somehow, I got unchecked again, so I checked again, and I came up, and, and I found another one, and um, it's actually stickers of um, Kiev. Uh, some of the famous landmarks. It's got the word Kyiv written in Ukrainian and um, There's a bonus postcard that you get it costs four dollars and six cents again You can give your kids a budget Maybe if you've got four kids you can tell them I can each spend two dollars or three dollars or whatever it is And they can all go and and select something and you can show them how to to search like this and this particular shop is called printable vanilla car art and this time I went and I clicked on it I can see again there weren't a new seller they've got lots of sales and very good rating she had a five-star rating and um, I went and have a look and it says yes she's in Kyiv Ukraine now she may have fled by now but remember if she's fled she's going to need that even more than ever before and um, when I went to and then at the top of her page she's got written as an announcement thanks a lot to your support it means a lot to me and my family so um and her name is Christina and again there's a picture and again you know you can go then and you know you can um, I know you can actually contact um, uh, the actual sellers and again this is a way you could have your kids can almost have like a choose a, a pen pal in Ukraine by doing one of these things making a small purchase and then actually supporting the people by messaging them and reminding them that you know about them and perhaps praying for them too then the last thing is if you actually have your own business and you ever buy stock art and stock photographs. Another idea is to see if you can support some um, uh, photographers or or artists on one of these um, stock websites now I got this idea because of the one photographer I started following who actually escaped out of Ukraine with his family and um, he has uh, an Instagram account and I will link to his account and to all these others I will link to everything on um, the show notes which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and he said that he was a stock photographer and um, I went to his bio and he's on Shutterstock and various other ones I know he's on many of them he's actually got some photos that I can use and so I do plan to go and download um, by at least one I'm not sure how much they cost but I'm going to try and use one of them on my website because he does have things he's got children and so he does have things that are perfect for the um i show sponsor fundafundacademy.com the website so um I know that I'll be able to to use what he has but uh if it's a little bit harder to find the Ukrainians. But I figured out how to do it. If you go onto it, there's no way of just not a Shutterstock. I'm not sure. I didn't look at all the other ones. There's many other um, places you can buy images as well. But I went and put in Ukraine uh, landscape. You could do anything like that. Ukraine food, or whatever. Because the chances are... That the person who's photographing it is going to be Ukrainian. Now they might not be but if you do that you come up with an image and then when you get onto the image you scroll a bit down and you see the name of the person you click on their name and then when you get to their page you click on their about. you can look at that and you can see if there if there are Ukrainians living in Ukraine so the particular one that I found she says her name is Maria I can't pronounce the rest of her name she says she's a full-time photographer shooting her baby her travels etc and she says live in Ukraine and you can also see a little picture underneath with Ukraine there so again she may have fled she may still be there I don't know Um, but she's also got an Instagram account, a Facebook account, so again it's a way that you could purchase something from one of these people and then start following them on social media and see what's going on and it's just a way that you know you could reach out and say hey I I care and um, you know there are people around the world who are thinking about you. So I hope this has given you an idea for what you could perhaps do with your family and, you know, these ideas we can use during any time of disaster, not just the uh, the Ukraine invasion, but, you know, when you hear about a, um, a volcano that's erupted and flattened areas um, or places that are flooding or anything, so whether it's in your own country or around the world, we Now are so interconnected because of the internet and because we can see what's going on and social media and all these kind of websites, that we really can support an individual and try and find somebody who's been affected by a disaster and help them out. So I hope that this is going to be useful for you in years to come. I know it's opened up to me a whole world of possibilities that I hadn't thought of before. I also encourage you to remember that a lot of these people who suffer disasters, whether this one or others long after the new cycle moves on, they are still hurting. And so it's also just a way to keep in touch, keep remembering, keep seeing if you have an abundance to perhaps share with those around you. I hope you found this episode useful. Um, If you have and you think these are good ideas that friends and family could make use of, share this uh, with others, share it on your social media, um, email friends, whatever Tell people about it. Uh, I would love for more of us to be able to reach out in meaningful ways to help people hurting around the world. Well, that's all for me, and I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeer. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.